0: All right, welcome to WP Radio. I just wanted to let everybody know this is a recorded segment from WP Radio Live at the OIAA Claims Conference in January 2019. I hope you enjoy all the different little uh, elevator pitches from all the companies. So sit back, relax, and enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, good afternoon. It's Terry Doherty from uh, WP Radio Live. We're live today at the Claims Conference down at the Metro Convention Centre. And uh, our first guest today is JC Plant from RSM. JC, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Terry. Um, JC, uh, tell me what RSM does. What do you guys do at RSM Canada? So RSM is the fifth biggest company in North America. We're an
1: accounting firm. We're in almost every country. Um, Probably seventh biggest globally. Uh, Ottawa, er, in Canada, we just started a year ago, so we're celebrating our one-year anniversary. Uh, we've got uh, four offices, uh, 600 staff, so it puts us on the map as about the eighth biggest in Canada. Um, so RSM does audit, tax, and consulting services. Uh, our group specifically um, specializes in commercial claims and insurance claims. So insurance claims covers business interruption, stock losses, uh, cyber losses, um, another part of our team does a lot of personal injury work, so past and future loss of income due to motor vehicle accidents, present value of future care costs, income replacement benefits. Um, so so that's specifically what we do for, for the insurance company.
0: Okay, and uh, you said you have four locations. Where are you located throughout Canada?
1: So we're in Toronto is the mothership, and then we just bought three offices in Calgary, Edmonton and Red Deer. Well, wow. uh, I lead the ottawa the auto office, so we're we're growing f- very quickly. I mean, we went from one office in Toronto to four instantly, and we have plans to aggressively expand through major cities across Canada. So, you know, yeah, you know, Montreal's, Vancouver's, things like that. So why did you put three on Alberta? Like, they're literally two hours apart from each other. <laughs> yeah, well, they've got that, you know, the Calgary-Edmonton is the same as the Toronto-Hamilton. Yeah. You know, so it's like if you're not from Edmonton, you're, you know, you're from Calgary, right? Yeah. So it, I think that was kind of the idea. And the Red Deer is just another office. In between uh, the two. Yeah, exactly. So they do a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of audit tax, they, they focus a lot on middle market companies. So that actually is our, uh, for audit and tax services, we're really focused on the middle market. So not the public companies, um, to a lesser extent, some mom and pop shops, but really focusing on that big uh, middle market area.
0: And Alberta makes sense because you've got all the oil companies out there and everything that's going, it's kind of... As much as they say there's a bit of a lull, there's still a boom.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, the, the, in part of the consulting practice is also MA. So we've got a big practice that does that. We do business valuations. Um, so talk to me about MA. Yeah. So if someone wants to buy or sell a business, we've got um, a website or websites emailing lists that has companies that are for sale that we're trying to broker. So that's another division. Um, we do a lot of actuarial because we c- we're at the claims conference here. I'm trying to focus a little bit more on the insurance work. So there, there's an actuarial department that does a lot of pension valuations. Um, a lot of the we're cl- um, a lot of the major insurance companies are our clients.
0: So the future income losses and those kind of things. So determining, you know, what they're going to do in the A, B, Cat world. Yes,
1: exactly, um, and and more so institutionally for insurance companies for their pensions for their employees.
0: Oh, as well, you actually work with the insurance. Yeah companies yeah. for
1: pension plans and stuff. And, and, and to be honest, I, I'd like to think myself as a bit of a nerd. But the actuaries, I'm saying this in a positive in a positive light. The actuaries have their crunching out numbers all the time, making statistical models, um, able to to mine data, um, you know, cyber threats assessments. Uh, so it's been uh, it's it's been really good. Uh, and, and here at the Claims Conference, um, there's a lot of people. And the, the weather, I think, was a little bit difficult for some people. But there's a still really good turnout. I'm yeah, Hap, happy to be here.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I'm I, always surprised. And I love coming to the Claims Conference. You get to see people. I tell people it's a little big industry. It's it's huge. Absolutely. But it's really little because, you know, it's the same people you see. You know, and if you're, uh, I think if you start your career in insurance, you usually end your career in insurance, whether you stay with the same company or not. Yeah.
1: Um, and a lot of family members are involved, and people are married to people in other companies.
0: Yeah, and and, and it carries down like children. Yeah. join the industry, and yeah, yeah there's a lot of father son and father daughter, and you know mother daughter kind of relation. You see them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you're lucky, if you're if you're lucky enough to have your parents be part of the industry, a lot of the time it it just opens the door for you to, and it, to get. And in it's there. not boring, right? Yeah. There's
0: no two files that are the same. Yeah. I mean, that's what I tell people when they say, what do you do? And I say, well, you know, we work in insurance. Oh, that must be boring. No, it's, it's different every day.
1: Yeah, and and that's exactly, that's a great point. I mean, we will do a lot of business interruption claims. I mean, one will be completely different than the other. The methodology and the theory a lot of the time is this, is the same. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're calculating how much money they would have had while they were down. So if there's a flood or a fire or a cyber attack, It depends if it's a back to normal policy or if it's, you know, repair, replace, rebuild. So, you know, one will be very different, like a restaurant business, you know, that's closed in, in the winter or the summer. It's very, very different. So the summer is when restaurants make most of their money. So you can't just take, you know, 12 month average and say, well, in July, he would have made one 12th of his total sales because that's not how the business works right so it's really bringing that industry Expertise on the insurance claim policy, so understanding what insurance policy says, what ordinary payroll is. And do you co- look
0: at the ebbs and flows in the business as absolutely, well?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, so the first step is knowing the policy. So, there's a lot of accountants who maybe don't specialize in it, so they don't know what ordinary payroll is, or back to normal, or all these things that you know we take for granted, like 90 days payroll is at 120. Yeah. Saved expenses. You need to consider all that. Variable costs. What's what's gross profit? A lot of people think gross margin on the financial statement it says gross margin. Well that's not the same as gross profit.
0: As opposed to net profit and yeah, you earnings, know? business income. And, um, and do you guys go on site as well or you do you basic do you have people that actually go out and help calculate stock losses and stuff like that? Stock losses is a good one. I failed to mention that. The funnest ones actually are the ones that you can
1: go visit. So if there's a plant and I did this huge printing press. And um, the press was down, and you could see it not working. And you could see like they had the, the restoration people in, and they had a bubble around this room. and they had to actually open the ceiling up to get the press out because you couldn't get it through a door. It's a yeah, massive yeah. press. must have been 150 yards long.
0: and probably built on site. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you bring the pieces in through the roof. Yeah, you know, so there's that that and that's a process. so that's different than a restaurant because, you know, you have to know the production. Like, how are you you close to capacity? Are you, how are the orders affected? Maybe you didn't lose any orders. Maybe you're able to push them in the future. You know, um, but if you're at capacity, you know, uh, sometimes you you've just lost those sales, but that's all you got to consider the the industry, and that's why we're saying you, you got to consider the policy. And once you get to know the policy, you need to know the specific industry that's operating in, because no two claims are alike. Like you you want to think that a business is the same, but maybe the business is in Moncton instead of it's in Ottawa. You know, it's very different. You know, Quebec City is different than you know uh, Vancouver. And
0: right? you guys you guys work with that analytical data to put it all together. Yeah. So when you're doing your report, you kind of give you comparables for the right market? It has to stand this the scrutiny of the
1: court. So we do every report under the assumption that it's gonna go to court and you're gonna have to be in front of a judge and have to explain your numbers. Now most of the time it doesn't go and in many cases the policyholders are in a tough spot because they need to, to accept the money for them to continue operations but we're we're a national claims team so we do claims from across Canada from coast to coast so we've done ones in st. John's we've done some in BC you know Calgary with our office in Edmonton we're doing a lot more Um, you know Quebec cuz I'm I'm bilingual so I'm able to to service clients that way and make them a a lot more comfortable to be able to explain to things in French Um, so so yeah you definitely have to understand the industry uh, and and See if there's
0: maybe other factors um, that that are happening. That's really interesting information. Mm-hmm. So, at, so it's basically you do you're a full um, whole package when it comes to the accounting portion and the forensic accounting and everything that goes into that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, and the forensic accounting. I'm a I'm a certified and investigative in investigative and forensic accounting in Canada and the states. So, what when that comes into play? A lot of the times is fidelity claims. So, if there is employee dishonesty and employee theft, which is like now people are talking about cyber, uh, and you know people hacking into the computer, and you know maybe the senior uh, executives have given their um, uh, their username and passwords to criminals, um, you know, through the dark web. Uh, and then there's there's losses that way. So those are uh, sometimes our, our cyber response team can find, you know, where did that money go? Like, did it go to, is it Bitcoin, which is even harder to trace than yeah. checks? You can imagine how diff- before you write a check, you've got the name to sender. You got, you know, the back says where it was deposited. Bitcoin is a lot more difficult to trace. So. Um, You know, but people have always stole money and people will continue to sell money, which is why you have employee dishonesty, crime and theft policies. A lot of people don't know that. If you have an employee who steals from you uh, and you're able to prove it, that it was that person. And, you know, the frenzy county comes into showing how they did it. How did they do it? Maybe why did they do it? Was there an opportunity? Was there an incentive? Was there something happening in their personal life? Um, You know, were they going through a divorce? Uh, Are they addicted to gambling? So that that would make them do something that a normal person wouldn't do. Now the owners, uh, in most cases, you're not allowed to claim for those for those people because um, the policy is more for for the employees that you can't really watch all the time. So we've been involved in many of those where, you know, someone is just giving gas away or um, you know chips or food or just taking things uh, through inventory rolls in uh, different analysis that we've done. We're doing a couple big ones right now, um, and they don't always come up in the paper, so you don't know that it's
0: happening. Um, sure. They want to keep that quiet. They don't want it out there that, you know, there's uh, there's been a loss at their company. It doesn't look good.
1: Yeah we call that reputational risk. Yeah. So of course no one wants to say that someone stole from them. Me I'm I'm, I'm the a, a little bit opposite mindset. I understand from a business risk you don't want to do it, but at the same time if you could say yes this happened we hired a company to, to do it. Um, here's the steps that we've taken to improve controls. It sends a hard message to the person that, you know, we're not going to tolerate that. And in many cases, you can get lawyers involved, and we have great relationships with legal counsel that says, you know, maybe you should pursue this criminally as well. You know, so in in, in the forensic days, back when I was specializing more in, uh, in the fraud claims, you know, you could go the civil route, or you can go the criminal route. So in many cases, people are taking one or the other. Uh, the civil the civil route is more is on the balance of probabilities. So to prove it in court is is uh, I'm g- I'm doing air quotes. The people who are listening to this can't see it, but it's easier to prove than criminal proceedings. The burden isn't as high. The burden of proof is less substantial. Yeah. So they'll go the sim the civil route, get a judgment, and then they'll proceed civilly or uh, criminally and then saying well we already have you know civil damages awarded so then you know the jury or the judge is maybe more likely again air quotes likely to give a verdict knowing that they've already been successful in the civil civil matters
0: yeah excellent now we talked about internal theft and external theft what are you seeing more of of internal or external in a percentage do you think you see more internal like 60 40 70 30 yeah. I mean, it depends. We um, There's a study
1: that we do, and I'm, I'm presenting to the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners. The National Conference was in Ottawa. I'm, they've asked me to speak to the global conference. There's a paper. Um, Net Diligence puts out this paper, and it says it's actually a study from insurance companies. So it's actual claims that have happened, or people have stolen money, and they go through the top 10 things and ways to do it. And actually, the third most frequent, a lot of people say it's hackers who do it, which is still like the, the top two. But the third one is what we talked about earlier is employees in the company so you don't think that you know the employees are stealing money or giving passwords away or putting in compromise situations uh and that's wh- and that's where the the money goes so we're seeing you know i'm not sure if it's more or less um and i'm sure the dollar value would be different um but that's definitely something that companies are more attentive to and are uh are following up on um
0: a lot more yeah, in my younger days, I worked in loss prevention for a, a sporting goods store. I oh, won't say yeah. the name. They don't exist anymore, but I won't say the name. <laughs> take some but, Nike shoes? Or? Yeah, but that's what the staff <laughs> were doing, right? Yeah. So they would take stuff out to the garbage, and it, towards the end of the night, and they would stuff shoes in the garbage. They'd take them out of the box and then put the box back in the, in the back. Yeah. And they would take shoes out, and I worked in loss prevention, and I don't know the number of employees I caught stealing sweaters, shoes, Balls, or when they would ring stuff in for friends, yep. they'd ring in one and give them three or two. Yep. And, it, and it happened. I found more ex- internal theft mm-hmm. because people just thought that, you know, ah, it's only a pair of shoes. What does it matter? It's a big company. Yeah. But I mean, or you feel
1: entitled to it. Yeah. You know, I worked the, 14 hours on Christmas, so this is my bonus. Yeah, yeah. And people, and that's one of the concepts in fraud is, you know, the, how someone rationalize it to themselves. They say, I would have paid it back or I'm entitled to doing this. Yeah. But it happens a lot. And another common scheme from retail is when people return things. So they'll steal something and then return it and get the money back, you yeah. know? So there's a lot of, and I've been involved in some some very large um actually is a shoe retailer investigation that went to criminal proceedings. And we had a... it was an Anton Pillar. And we went... I'll never forget this. You go into a shoe store where they're, you know, designing shoes. Um, and they've got like these boots, ladies' boots and men's boots, and sneakers, and you can see like the trends that they're doing. And this was a huge warehouse. But we were, um, you know, I wanted to take pictures of all the different shoes that are coming out. But we were supposed to look at like invoices and accounting documents. So gathering that. Uh, and Anton Pillar is when um, you go to seize documents to try and show a pattern of uh, uh, for misappropriation. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was a fun one that we were involved. Fun. I shouldn't say fun. It interesting. was interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all interesting, yeah,
0: right? F- from a prof- <laughs> professional um learning point of view well thank you very much for being on the podcast today i know it hasn't been a long podcast it's just i like to get to know the industry and the people within it and i thank you for your time and uh and i hope you enjoy the rest of the conference no,
1: thanks for the opportunity
0: thank you very much for listening to wp radio live we appreciate your time and listening to the podcast and check back in a few days as we'll have another one coming out